Well, I hope you're still hanging in there with our challenge to read through the New Testament uh, chapter each day. And we're getting closer and closer to the end of the first gospel. So hang in there, and I, I promise you the Lord will bless you as you are faithful to read and obey his word. Our reading for today was Matthew chapter 20, that I hope you have already read for yourself. If you have not, hit pause here, go read that chapter, and then come back. But if you have already read it, let's dive in and, and see what we can see here. And I just want to make uh, sort of two broad points from this chapter. Um, the first truth is this. Understand that grace is grace. Understand that grace is grace. And I'm getting that from this parable that begins the chapter in verses 1 through 16. This parable, um, it has Jesus comparing his kingdom to a man who owned a vineyard and hired people to work in it for a day. And if you've read it, you know how it goes. So verse 1 tells us that he hired some first thing in the morning, and then verse 3 says around mid-morning he hired some more. Verse 5 says he hired some more around lunchtime. And verse 6, he finally, just one hour before quitting time, he hired some others. So people were continuing to work all throughout the day. First thing in the morning, mid-morning, lunchtime, and then one hour before quitting time. Now the other part of this story is that the owner had told the, first, the very first group hired, first thing in the morning, that he would pay them one denarius for a day's work. Verse 2, um, we're not told initially what he agreed to pay the others who he hired later. And when it came to the end of the day, he lined them all up, and instead of starting with those who had worked all day, he started actually started doling out payment to those who had come most recently, just one hour earlier. And you can imagine as he as the owner pays the man who had just been working one hour, the, the, the guys on the other end of the line who had been working all day were really interested in what he was going to get paid and what they saw. Those that, that were hired first saw that the owner paid the man who had only worked one hour. The owner paid that man one denarius. Verse 9. So, hey, they... He got paid a denarius. He's only worked one hour. So those guys who've been working all day, they started uh, thinking, well, maybe the owner has changed his mind. He's going to pay us more than a denarius. Since Hey, we worked all day, you know. He only worked one hour. He got a denarius. Well, we worked all day. We're, we'll surely get more. Um, well, instead, as they worked his way down the line, they received one denarius just like the rest of them. In verse 10, well, verse 11, uh, they... They fumed. They were they were mad. They were they felt like they had been treated unfairly. They felt like injustice had been done. Um, but in verses fourteen and fifteen, Jesus says, "The owner of the vineyard rebuked the ungrateful workers for spurning his generosity." Why? Well, we need to realize here. This is the point that the parable is trying to teach. Whenever you read a parable. Uh, usually there, there, I mean, you can learn a lot of things, but usually there is one main truth that the parables are trying to um, make. And, and we need to realize, here's the, the point of this parable. The Lord does not owe any of us anything whatsoever. I mean, above all, we, we, <laughs> we should not wish that the Lord would give us justice. <laughs> Why? Because the psalmist wrote in Psalm 130, verse 3, If you, O Lord, 
kept a record of sins. O Lord, who could stand? Justice is not good news for us. We need mercy. We need grace. That being true, when you see the Lord blessing someone else in a way that tempts you to complain and be resentful, just remember that he has already given you more than you deserve. And be thankful. Jesus concludes the parable saying in verse 16, so the last will be first and the first will be and the first last. In other words, the status in the kingdom of God is not gained as it is in, in this world. Those exalted in the kingdom of God are those who humble themselves in this world. That's the truth that you've already heard here in Matthew's gospel. And it's going to be illustrated even more later in this chapter. And so that's kind of the second truth. The way up is down. The way up is down. After the, the parable that we just thought about, Jesus predicts his death for a third time in four chapters here in Matthew. He predicted it the first time in Matthew 16, verses 21 to 23. Then again in chapter 17, verses 22 and 23. And then finally a third time here in chapter 20, verses 17 through 19. And if you haven't gathered this already, heads up, this is important. If I tell my children something over and over again, it's not because I have a poor memory and can't remember what I've told them already. I'm doing it on purpose because it's important. And repetition helps them to understand its importance and remember it. In the same way, the Lord does this with us in Scripture. Whatever is most crucial, whatever is most important, he tells us over and over again. And certainly the death and resurrection of Christ fits that description since it's the most significant event in the whole Bible, even in human history. Jesus would declare again in verse 28 that, quote, even the Son of Man came not to be served but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. And there again he foretells his death and the reason for it to be a ransom for many. Um, but he's also teaching another lesson by this repetition. He's not merely announcing his coming death, but is also a, uh, he's teaching a valuable lesson again about the way, the way to honor in the kingdom of God. The mother in, of James and John comes to Jesus in verses 20 and 21 pleading with him to allow her sons to have a prominent place in his kingdom. Uh, Jesus told her very forthrightly that she didn't really understand what she was asking. Jesus had just finished his third prediction of his suffering and death and now tells the mother of James and John that whoever would be great in the kingdom would follow the same path. So... Don't look for heaven on earth. Don't look for your best life now. Uh, you'll be disappointed, disgruntled, and discontent if you do. Follow hard after Jesus, even being willing to suffer for his sake. Uh, the real heaven will be all the sweeter if you do. That's some things that we see in Matthew chapter 20.